Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm your host, Heather McDonald, and today we are talking about the wild world of vanity metrics. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please pass the seatbelt. Let's start with a definition of terms. Vanity metrics are those numbers that you can track in your social media, in your um, your Google Analytics, in any sort of marketing tracking that you're doing. These are the numbers that make you feel good, but don't necessarily make you any money. These are the numbers that give you that shot of dopamine and make you feel very popular, but at the end of the day, they have not moved the needle in any way for your business. The way you identify them, honestly, is often pretty simple. If the number makes you feel really, really good, it could be at least partially a vanity metric. So often vanity metrics are used by... Um, quote unquote influencers or people who are starting to break into the influencer market where they're like, I get 500 likes on my post. I have 10,000 people who've seen this. I'll have people tell me that their, their posts and their images on Facebook are doing really good because Facebook insights tell them that 10,000 people have seen their video. What they're not able to do is look at, okay, out of those 10,000 people, how many people just scrolled past? Because in terms of impressions, that's often what Facebook will show you. They'll show you an engagement of 930 people. They'll show you impressions of 10,000 people. And when you look at the post, you've had maybe one like and one share, which was you. That's where the sort of disparate, and then you end up with that mistrust of numbers. Most of that comes from judging vanity metrics. The way you can avoid basing your whole business on vanity metrics is, first of all, start with a goal. If your goal, you're a brand new brand and you're just trying to get the word out there, the number of likes on your page, the number of likes on your post, things like that, those matter because really you're looking for brand awareness. Brand awareness is that ephemeral, people know about me kind of feeling. But that doesn't necessarily translate into dollars, especially when your dollars are made on a website and social media is being used as a funnel system to a website where you can sell or whatever the next step is. If you're running a store on Facebook and you post a picture and everybody likes it and thinks it's wonderful, but not one person went over to the store and you think, well, that was really successful. Look how many people love me. Vanity metrics will get us caught in perfectionism. They will get us caught in overdoing the things that get a reaction from people. And they'll get us spending money on things that will not make us money in the end. There's no return on investment in there. So we need to understand going in, if I have a goal of this many dollars, that's the sort of the end goal. I want this many dollars. The means to get there, that doesn't really matter. But the goal is the dollars. You need to keep your eye on the numbers that matter. 
If you are looking at email signups and everybody's clicking like on your post, but you're not getting any email signups, a lot of people will sort of console themselves with, yeah, but look how many people saw it. It was great. It was wonderful. It was amazing. And my question is always, but did it make you money? Or in this case, did it bring you closer to your goal? If you go into social media marketing without a goal, guaranteed you will fall for vanity metrics every single time. And Facebook and Instagram and all link, all of them are really, really good at reading us and knowing how to get us to spend money. So there's lots of times that Facebook will tell you that this post is doing better than 85% of your other posts. So you should boost it now. There are people who have a trigger finger with the boost button and they will go and boost immediately because people liked the post without looking at, well, what was the post like? What was it about it that got people to like it? So vanity metrics aren't evil. They're not awful. They're not the worst thing ever. It's good to have people that like you. It's good to get that shot of dopamine. It keeps you motivated, but that's it. If a post that didn't get that much views makes you money, that's the one that was successful or moves you closer to whatever your goal is. That's the one that makes you successful. I've had posts that only three or four people have liked or commented on. And those three or four people all reached out to me and all became clients. I will take that post over a post that got a thousand likes and a 10,000 views and everything else every day. I will take the one that makes me money every day even though it doesn't necessarily look as good on the outside. The point is, it moved me closer to my goal. The other big thing that happens with vanity metrics, people conflate number of likes on your page to number of engaged, your engaged audience. Look, my audience has grown by 500. Well, how did it grow? Well, I put up a Facebook contest and I was offering a, in one case, a $50 Tim card, another case, an iPad, in another case, a weekend away at an Airbnb. What those people got in return were all we, they asked for it. They asked for likes on their page. What they didn't get in return is an engaged audience. Facebook knows who is most likely to click on contests and therefore they will send contest posts out to people who are most likely to make that contest successful. That is not the same as sending it out to the people that will be using your services, your ideal audience. Facebook is not remotely concerned with feeding you your ideal audience without you deciding to go get your ideal audience. So when you get a Facebook contest that gets you 500 new likes, okay, that's all well and good. You're now, you now have larger exposure, so that's great. But if, let's say you are a higher end um, real, real, real estate agent, Apparently, I can't talk today. Let's say you are a higher-end real estate agent. There we go. You are looking for an audience that is a certain demographic. So if you add 500 people who cannot afford your services to your Facebook page, it actually doesn't help you at all. And what it does is it adds to the noise. So your posts are now going out to 500 extra people who don't care who are not going to share it, who are not going to be excited, who are not going to be involved. And you're going to be catering to those people and thinking your job is done because now you've grown your page, but you haven't grown it with the people that matter. You have grown it 
with vanity metrics. You have grown it with people who will not move you closer to your goal. So Facebook contests very often do not lead to actual conversions. And conversions doesn't necessarily mean making a sale. It could be moving somebody to the next step to making a sale. It could be moving somebody onto your mailing list, onto your website, onto this blog post, whatever it happens to be, whatever your goal is, taking general public and getting them to see it does not equal conversions. What it does do is give you that little boost and makes you feel good about yourself. The number of likes on your page, the number of follows on Instagram, the number of followers on Twitter, the number of followers on your business LinkedIn page, or the number of connections on your LinkedIn page do not necessarily lead to money in the bank. And what they often do is cloud our own judgment. We will judge a post by how popular it was rather than how by effective it was. So if I am a female centric coach who is looking to coach women to hit the next point in their lives, and I happen to send out a video that, you know, men really, really like, and they're the ones clicking and looking and sharing that wasn't successful. It worked for my vanity. I got that hit of dopamine. I was really happy with it, but it didn't move my business to the next level. It didn't move my goal to the next level because none of those people are actually sharing it with the women who might want to come see you now. The better idea is to go a little bit smaller. Fill out that part, not just your demographics. I want women age 40 in this area, blah, blah, blah. That's great. There's a next step. Fill out the interests. What kind of women do you want? What are their interests? What are their habits? Where do they hang out online? Who do they follow? To go back to the women, uh, the women coaching model, I would be looking at women who like Glennon Doyle. I would be looking at women who like Gabby Bernstein, who are into Liz Gilbert. Those kinds of people are more likely to be my kind of person if I am a heart-centered, female-centered coach. Find the audience that works for you and be happier when you hit 50 engaged, excited people than you are when you hit 50,000 of the general population. The general population, you are back to cold calling. They don't know you. They don't love you. They don't trust you. They're not going to buy from you. And of them, you might get those same 50. Wouldn't it be better to focus just on the 50 that are going to buy from you? Scale it up as you see fit. But if you're looking at hitting a million people, make sure it's even the right million people. You do not want a general audience. I'm not saying you need to niche down to redheaded women who are 35 living in, you know, Galveston, Texas, who also like driving Jeeps and no, but dealing with a large audience that soothes your vanity And then stops you from segmenting down and getting a little bit deeper into your audience metrics. That's a problem. And the bigger thing is what Facebook shows us are vanity metrics. They show us the things that make us feel good. They show us the things that make us feel we're doing a good job. And that is where we stop. 
There's no more analysis of what was my goal with this post and did this post have the effect I wanted? If your goal is for vanity metrics, then I hope you're not trying to make money on the internet because it's not going to work. The big numbers come later. They come after you have built your audience of engaged people. We've all gone on to Instagram accounts that have 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 followers and their pictures get six likes. We all know that people can buy audiences. I'm assuming you still can. It's been a little while since I've actually gone looking since the last client I had that tried to go through that process where they went out and bought followers. And they said, these are genuine followers from the United States and Canada, blah, blah, blah. They're okay, fine, they're genuine. They're actual accounts that somebody set up. They're maybe not bots, okay but they're not your engaged audience. Again, that is a vanity metric. It's not one that is going to move the needle in any way to get you closer to your goals. In fact, it's actually going to hurt you because if you decide to buy a thousand followers and your account goes up by a thousand followers that are all kind of random and don't have a whole bunch of followers on their own list, Instagram knows, Facebook knows, and they're going to send your stuff out to fewer people because you're now considered a spammer. Vanity metrics are any metrics that don't lead to your end goal, but do give you that warm, fuzzy feeling of people like me. Go back through your last 50 posts that you think did really well and check and make sure you're not falling for the vanity metrics. Up next, we are going to be talking about thinking time, the value of thinking time, and really how much time do we actually take in the run of our days to do thinking time? All kinds of ways to get started, incorporate it into your days, and especially understand the importance of it. If you like what you heard, please let us know. We live on validation. Hit subscribe, leave us a review, and if you want to get in touch to see how we can help you move from vanity metrics to goal metrics, find us at hala.agency, that's H-A-L-A dot agency, and online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass, check your metrics, and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.